Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports and you get Game of Thrones, because we are two weeks away, everybody. Can you believe it? One year. It's two weeks to the day. Isn't it? Yeah, two weeks to the day, because we're recording this on a Sunday, probably release it on a Monday. And with me today is our usual Game of Thrones crew. Uh, first off, the Master of Coins, Mike Leapock. How's it going, good sir? Oh, it's going very well. A little earlier than we usually do. This oh, yeah, as much as I bet. I know. actually had to get my mass out of bed. Yeah, whatever. coins. And we had so we, we had to do this sober for the first time in, in that I can think of anyway. Usually sober for my, uh, yeah, sober for first Game of Thrones pot, sober anyway. Uh, also here... Rob Callflesh, uh, what's your title? Let's say Master of Ships, I guess. <laughs> I'm on a boat! <laughs> Don't you? All right. Yeah. And the Mother of Dragons, Kevin Miller is here. What's Mother up? Dragons. <laughs> you call me the spider or something. Come on, Somehow Mother of Dragons is still less gay, I think, than the Master of Ships. <laughs> he's got ships. He's yeah. a fleet master. Yeah, he's always going out on him to take care of his boys. <laughs> oh, they shoot those filthy buggers. They go from pot to pot. <laughs> Can I at least go with the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Lord of the <laughs> that has some implications. <laughs> Rob's going to be the guy who picks up the big shipment of porn that'll prevent them resorting to homosexuality for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone through all the porn. Great <laughs> porn. Oh, man. Jackpot, boys. The only other thing we're going to pour out a little for our, our boy Bill Ninos, who unfortunately wasn't able to make it. He had, he had to work. Also, he was supposed to be here today. Well, I, ideally. Yeah, ideally, we wanted, but I mean, we're going to do a bunch of Game of Thrones reviews over there, because we, uh, this year, big announcement, we're going to go, or at least we're going to try to go episode to episode for Game of Thrones reviews, so I imagine there's no way we're going to go an entire Game of Thrones season without seeing Bill Needles show up on an episode. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's good, so, man, it's just good to be back talking about Game of Thrones and whatnot. I am super excited for this season. Um, one of the funniest things that happened this offseason was the fact that there's no screeners this year because of last year's hilarious, hilarious leaked episodes. They, the four screeners that they gave away got leaked. Like, if this was this time last year, we would be... Four episodes deep. We would be four episodes deep this year. because Well, you would be. I still wouldn't watch. Yeah, you, you showed discipline. I... They didn't get leaked before the first episode aired, though. This, they? Yeah, they did. They did. They did. Saturday. No, no, no. Like, oh, they did. That's yeah, right. it was Saturday. Saturday. The Saturday before. Because I remember I finished work, and I said something like, uh, man, I remember leaving work thinking, I was like, man, tomorrow this time, I will be watching my first episode of Game of Thrones. And then I finished work, and I checked my phone, and Rob, you had messaged me and said, the first episode is leaked, and I was like, "This is not a drill." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is not a drill. The first episode leaked, and then it turned out for this. And then it turned out that the first four episodes leaked because basically, some obviously they were the screeners that were given to some of the critics. Somebody got a hold of them and then released them. So this year, the critics and everybody else were and, and we're all on the same page because we're starting. Uh, like fresh as a daisy, no screen. Nobody gets any advanced viewings or anything. Again, yeah. screeners weren't released. For most of us, there's not even a book that we can assume things. And you bring yeah. up a very good point because two of four people, so half the room, Leapock and Miller, you guys have read the books. Mm-hmm. Rob and I have not. Rob, you've read some of the books, though, right? Uh, I think. 
last weekend with me, I picked up the first book again and continued on my three or four year attempt at it. I'm <laughs> yeah. page 300 yeah. now of book one, which is verbatim. Yeah. So I'm still reading them fast when he's writing them. So at this point, yeah, I have not read the books yet, no. Boom, you're roasting. So we got a fair fight, two on two. Yeah, two on two. But like, here's the thing, Rob. These two guys have lost their magical powers going into this season because they... Most we, of them. Most, most of them. Yeah, most of the things. And, and Hedge wizards. Which is why I think that this one, this pod will be a lot of fun because... I, I mean, I, I would like you guys to fill in some of the gaps for me because I think you can now without actually spoiling content because for the most part we're on the same wavelength as far as the, like the show and... I want you guys to fill in, because obviously this is a vast world, and I don't need you to fill in the parts where he teaches me how to bake, like, you know, delicious pigeon, loaves of bread. Yeah, pigeon pie and whatnot. <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need that, but... By the way, if you read those books and don't get hungry, I don't know what's wrong with you. No, I absolutely... Well, because... Also, by the way, I do have the Game of Thrones cookbook, and it Dude? is sweet. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I bought yeah. that from a friend for Christmas, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited to eat rattlesnake at some point, soon. Yeah, well, I've had rattlesnake. It's delicious. Um... And, uh, no, yeah, <laughs> technically, the, uh, I mean, cause I just, you were saying with the, with the, the recipes and whatnot, one of the most hilarious things they ever did, college humor did one thing where, uh, they showed one guy reading, right. one guy was listening to the game of Thrones audiobook. <laughs> he goes like, he's, so he's just got headphones on and he's supposed to be listening to the red wedding. And oh, I guess spoiler alert if you're. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah, if you're listening yeah. to this hype cast, we're going to be it's, going it's to. It's a season TV six preview. Books. I'm going to title this season six preview. <laughs> if you, I, yeah, if you, you haven't for three seen, years. Yeah, if you haven't seen the previous five, hey, shame on you. Well, and, why are you listening to this? And if we're talking like <laughs> yeah. the difference between books and TV, we're going to be talking about things that haven't been in the show. So yeah. if you consider that a spoiler, then you've been warned. Yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it just shows one of the guys from College Humor, and he's like got the audiobook. He's got the headsets on and he goes okay nothing's happening and he goes nothing's happening and i mean oh there's you know bands playing they're serving pigeon pie oh my god oh my god rob stark is dead <laughs> oh my god oh, oh and the guy starts crying and then he wipes away tears and he just goes oh that pigeon pie sounds delicious <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a brilliant joke <laughs> so flaky yeah, a brilliant joke from the game of, or from the college humor people on, on game of thrones is rather impressive but i think the thing i would like to ask you about is obviously the biggest thing going amongst the internet guys right now is r plus l equals j mm-hmm. um i know what the r stands for which is Rhaegar targaryen mm-hmm. if i'm right about that now i don't know anything about this guy other than the fact that apparently he liked to sing and dance amongst the people every now and then as told by was it Bear Barristan Selmy? Like, like, which was his, like, I'm, I'm about to die speech. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those, like, I'm revealing a little tidbit about your brother, and I'll reveal more once I get back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Soon as I come back from the store, I'll yeah. tell you everything you've ever wanted to know. Once we finish this, I'll tell you everything. Oh. Go yeah, it's like, I'll just go get some cigarettes. Or, oh, the or in a horror movie, it's like, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> I told the queen I was going to eat a cup of coffee. That was four weeks ago. Yeah, so I would like... You guys, and let's start with Leafpock, would you be able to explain the significance of R plus L equals J to yeah. the uh, illiterate people? Okay, so, so Rhaegar, Rhaegar Targaryen was like the, you know, the big head kind of prince guy, uh, other than just 
being a musician and hanging out with people who's also a pretty baller fighter. Uh, and, you know, really great, honorable man fighting and all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> well, I mean, for the, the most part. In, no in, one the, is the, perfectly honorable. In no, but I mean, the legend says it that yes. way. Um, then L is... Um, Liana Stark. Is, what was her name? Liana? Liana Stark. Liana, yeah, Liana. So Liana Stark being uh, Ned's sister. Who mm-hmm. in the very first episode of the show, when Robert shows up at, uh, at Winterfell, they go into the uh, crypt under, under, the, under uh, Winterfell, and they basically are paying their respects to her because he was in love with her. When he left the feather, right? So, exactly. Okay. So the big thing is that they were supposedly in love. Um, and Rhaegar, he won the King's Tournament at some point, and was supposed to, like, he's, whoever wins gives the, you know, whoever they, they choose a flat flower. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. grab the Queen of Beauty or something Yeah, like yeah, it's supposed to be the Queen of Beauty. They become the prom queen of the tournament. But he, oh, was, okay. he was engaged at the time. To Elia Martell. And then... Oh, Oberyn's yeah. sister? Yeah. yeah, he was engaged they, they, to Martell. That was uh, the sister. And, and then when he won, they instead he gave the rose to uh, Liana. Oh, yeah, Stark. Just, it was this big upset. In a, in a yeah. great thing of adultery. Yeah, this is a great show yeah. of adultery. Yeah, publicly, yeah. among yeah. all these giant families. So basically, oh the Lord. whole war kind of started. Was Oberyn there for this? Why didn't he stab that guy in the throat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was there for that. He yeah, I, I think young, he was pretty he, far south. He probably would have. Because he's my boy. Um, but Dorna was involved in some wars at that point. He was, At some point, Rhaegar then kidnaps Liana. In the... In the romance novely sense of the word, right? They're, sure. They're really and then there's mass. like this whole war thing, and then blah blah blah. Yeah, and that's basically what kind of the idea. Robert's rebellion because we got to a stop the Mad King, b get Lyanna back. Yeah. Okay. And then the idea is that Lyanna was not actually kidnapped. Rhaegar just had her absconded. <laughs> you know, they just kind yeah. of eloped, had some mad sex, and then Jon Snow popped out. Okay, so that is the implication that he's... So the implication was that Ned went away to war to fight Robert's war, came back with a bastard son that he mm-hmm. claimed was his own. But really, it's his nephew. That's okay. the theory. Okay, and... Uh, and there's things to support and that since, theory. Yeah, that and since the books book. are called The Song of Fire and Ice, yeah. that would theoretically make Jon Snow half fire and half ice, because... He would have a mother and dad. Yeah, well, you know? he would be kind of the... That's a pretty sound theory, I gotta say. The internet's got some terrible theories. That's not bad. Um, well, and there's like... things to support it, too. Like, there's yeah. uh, stuff in the first book. There's flashbacks that uh, Ned has um, where he and a few of his countrymen... So I think uh, we had uh, Reed, mm-hmm. the father. I forget what his first name is, but it's uh, Jojen's father, who was one of his countrymen. But basically, they're going to the Tower of Joy which is this tower in the middle of nowhere that's being protected by a lot of members of the Kingsguard at that time because that's where Rhaegar and Lyanna are hiding out. Okay, yeah. And they basically have to fight their way through the Kingsguard at that point. And, you know, it's all like, a, you know, are we dutiful to our family who we have to rescue Lyanna or, you know, we're fighting the Kingsguard. We're basically traitors at this point. They're a rebellion at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rhaegar eventually does die to Robert. Yeah. And that kind of... Sarsa with war. a hammer. Yeah, yeah. They, they, oh, okay. they, the battle of the Trident is the uh, the title of the, the, the big. The, well, the, that, that, that's the battle where Rhaegar dies. Is that okay? Trident. 
Um, so that kind of leaves the whole. This is back when Robert Baratheon was in shape, I assume. Exactly. Yes. Before, before he had let himself goo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the king's breastplate stretcher. Yeah. <laughs> you heard the hand, the king's too fat. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, the, uh, the whole idea is that, you know, Rhaegar was the champion of the Targaryens on this mm-hmm. side of the, of the uh, rebellion, or of, I guess on the, the king on that side. Uh, Robert crushed him, and that kind of gave the rebellion the, the momentum that it needed to take over King's Landing and basically kill all the Targaryens. Okay. Yeah, but there, there's, there are a couple of visions, uh, also in the later books, when Bran is doing his thing. Because uh, we haven't seen Bran since he got into that Cave. Yes. Yeah, he's he's, um, he's he making his triumphant return. This he was season. missing for yeah. a whole season. He, yeah. he starts being like basically a conduit for um for flashbacks. Okay. Uh, and there's like a couple other ones. There's like one or two others that seem to. <clears throat> it, they at least show that Ned has some sort of secret about okay. about Jon Snow. And then there's another That's one where I think. Uh, Ned is talking to a woman that Bran doesn't recognize, and he says, like, she makes him promise not to tell them okay. something. Yeah, and there's flashbacks to that. The that said it's this Lana or Lana? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah because there, there are similar flashbacks to that one in the first book. We when Ned's having his own sort of inner monologue that we okay. obviously yeah. don't get. Because obviously, before he turned into the world's greatest detective and <laughs> figured out that Joffrey. What? Blonde hair! <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Solving mysteries, Ned Stark. His hat goes up and starts yeah. spinning like crazy. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. So obviously the, uh, the the big issue of the day is if anyone found out that uh, Jon Snow was actually half Targaryen, then he's people would he's he's the dead. rightful heir to the throne as well. Yeah. Technically, well, he 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 need to die. Yes, I mean yes, you can make a lot of cases for a lot of people being the rightful heir. To the throne. <laughs> yeah. But there's a whole lot of prophecy kind of surrounding what will bring. Um, Daenerys back into power, like mm-hmm. she visits the warlocks in season two, and they give a prophecy to her in the books about like how the dragon has three heads, and she's going to have to do all this stuff to eventually come into power. So who are the three heads of the dragon? Well, we, we assume one of them is her. Uh, yeah, her, John, and maybe does that mean there's a third Targaryen? We don't know. Because <laughs> uh, so isn't the symbol? Because the Targaryen symbol is a, is three, a dragon. Is three headed dragon? Yeah. So there's there's a lot of theories. And, and like when the Targaryens took over Westeros mm-hmm. because they came from Valyria, like they're from that country. They came to Westeros and basically conquered it with a brother and his two sisters who rode dragons and basically raised the countryside. Yeah, everyone wow. showed up in their fair armies and then they showed up with dragons and set them all on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so, not well, only do we have the air advantage, but we have the fire advantage yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Basically, yeah, basically three guys showed up and then like three people showed up and they're like, this is our house now. Yeah. <laughs> There's some allusions to this in the show too, because in second season when Arya's going to Harrenhal, and it's this giant tower that's like completely destroyed. And, some of it was melted, and they're right? like, what yeah. can melt stone? Yeah. And it's like, well, dragons. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how build how tall you build your tower. Yeah. <laughs> you got flying fire monsters. <laughs> <laughs> so why do they call him the Mad King? Just because one time he took Oh uh, no, he's straight up insane. Yeah. Oh he was? He's, he's incredibly paranoid. <laughs> oh, okay. Well he set uh was it Ned's brother and father on fire? Yeah. Um, so, and in, I don't think they'd say this in the show, but how they killed them was he tied one of them up by the neck, okay. and set the other one on fire, 
and was like, if you can get him out of the fire, then you can go. And the guy strangled himself trying, trying to, to, trying to do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And so that That's was... That's like Saw level type yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saw type shit. And there, right? so it was very Sorry, much like, like, <laughs> The Mad King would, it was very much like Cersei in that he would... Ex- you would kind of imagine that people had wronged him in such a way yeah. and take disproportionate revenge to kill them and torture them and destroy their families. Interesting. Um, so... If you want to see a world... Uh, a real world version look at Stalin at the end of his reign yeah, yeah okay yeah, exactly very so apropos yeah so we have uh this sort of the rebellion getting started for a lot of different reasons and one of them being that you know Ned's father and brother were killed and Ned's brother was the one that was originally supposed to marry Catelyn and then he married her with a sense of mm-hmm. duty instead and then went off to fight the war which is why Rob was born and John was born around the same time madness it's too bad we'll never get any answers to these questions since Jon Snow's dead <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> now, nah, come on, he's gone. The he's way gone. That, <laughs> he's gone. Full strip. Come yeah. on, he's gone. They certainly didn't do it in the show where yeah. it's like, all right, here's his dead body. They just basically threw up the question mark. Yeah, afterwards. I mean, yeah, it's literally. I think the last thing that happens in the fifth, in the last book, which is like he gets stabbed a bunch of times and fade to black. <laughs> yeah, that's, which kudos to the people because on the like no, the book creators the the on the internet because I didn't get spoiled whatsoever. I didn't oh, hear yeah. a whiff of anything like that happening. So I thought even the book readers we were we were good. Yeah, we were very we're very well done by the book readers. Spoiler. Like, uh, Discipline is really awesome. Yeah, with Game of Thrones because was. I don't think there was a whole lot of stuff before the Red Wedding either. And I mean, a lot of that was sort of wow. um, the Red Wedding. I shot from right where we're just like, yes, it's gonna happen soon. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, my thing was, I knew the show tears, but like, I was not surprised. And you guys know this. I haven't read the books, but I was not surprised. I was calling Rob Stark dying at the end of that season because every and the thing that gave it away to me was every conversation he had. With that naked chick in the tents, we're always like, yeah. don't, don't worry, baby, we'll get this army and then we'll win the war, and you and I, we're gonna sail off into the sunset. Happy as like, we already got our baby, you know? <laughs> it's gonna be nothing can stop us nothing now. Nothing can stop us now. We just gotta go see this Walter Frey guy, take care of a little bit of business, and we fine. Yeah, yeah but it, it actually, was just like, so, because everything he said was, I've only got two days left over time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Soon I'll be Yeah. Her, her death was actually especially tragic. Uh, even for the book readers, because that character wasn't really in the book. No. So people were really wondering what was going to happen with her in the show, because they're like, oh, well, maybe she's actually a spy. Maybe they're going to turn her into a traitor or something like mm-hmm. that. And it turns out, no, she's just tragic. And then when they stab her right in the baby maker, they, oh. they actually, st- not even the baby maker, they stab her in the baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> they stab her in the baby. The guy was just like, well, I'm leaving no doubt. <laughs> right in the oven. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, it's really sad that that poor baby died moments after being <laughs> named Ned Stark. Yeah, I was going to say, technically <laughs> they killed Ned Stark twice on the show just to really drive the point home. <laughs> oh man <laughs> and then that's one of the things with the uh, book and the show is that uh, we see a lot in the show where you're like man Rob keeps making all these rash decisions and stuff like, like that If in the book you get a li- little bit more of yeah. his monologue like he's not one of the point of view characters but okay. because Catelyn is mm. and she's always there like kind of worrying about him as a king worrying about him as a son worrying about the state of the country as well as, you know, her daughters who have been scattered to the wind and who knows if they're still alive or what condition they're in. Um, so we get a lot of, there's a lot of shit going on here. I don't know if Rob's making the right decisions, but I'm also 
going on in my mind with worry for all these other reasons. So yeah. who knows? And it's it's very much like he keeps making his decisions both because he's a fifteen year old <laughs> and also because he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. <laughs> he's supposed to be fifteen in the books? Yeah. Oh, okay. I so forgot how young they're supposed yeah, to be in the book. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. At this point yeah. I think Brand's supposed to be nine. Oh yeah. Oh, Brand's coming back forty two. Well, yeah, yeah. Brand started nine in the show though. Like the kid looked like he was gone for a year, so he's gonna come back like uh, like, oh, you know, I was like, oh, uh, I went through a deeper voice than uh, Time travel. Well, they were straight up two feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Arya is where you notice it the most. Hodor's gonna try to pick him up. Brandon's gonna be bigger than Hodor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon Arya is where you notice it the most, but I mean, yeah. like Sansa was supposed to start the series at 11. Mm-hmm. Right? Now she's like 13 in, in real time. Oh, okay, and yeah. she, you know, well, Daenerys is supposed she's to be. Like six and a half feet tall. Daenerys <laughs> is supposed to be the most uh, yeah, desirable woman in Westeros. She starts, yeah. She's supposed to be like 15. Because, like, I rewatched a bit of season five, and my favorite part of season five, and it was just, it was so non sequitur. But I just started laughing out loud when I saw it. But there's the scene when. Uh, Varys and Tyrion go to the whorehouse, mm-hmm. and you see the, or and they see like a red priest who is mm-hmm. played by the Asian woman who plays Tatsuo, who plays Katana on, yep. on the arrow and whatnot, and she's like delivering this sermon right. about Daenerys and saying how you know I was free, and then they go to the, the <laughs> they go to the whorehouse and there's women who are wearing the braids, wigs. <laughs> they, they have the wigs and the braids, <laughs> and they're dressed up, and then. He goes, oh, you know, like a, a woman who inspires sermons and whores is definitely someone worth meeting. But like, there's this one bit where he's looking at the one woman, and the guy goes like, "Hey, mother of dragon, <laughs> come here!" And it's just like, "Oh my god, it's just so stupid." This is like, "Yeah, mother of dragon." Uh, I want to go back to <laughs> I want to go back to when you're talking about Rob Stark because his whole arc in season three, not that it was poorly written, it just never set right with me. As as a fan of that character, because the like the the arc first off, if he was fifteen in the books, obviously that makes more sense. You're more prone to be a dumbass. Well, but this, <laughs> but this Rob is clearly supposed to be in his twenties. I would say he's supposed to be like a seasoned vet enough that he knows. Like late twenties or early twenties? Yeah, like twenty five. No, the whole right? point is he's never he's been to combat before. He's not a vet at all. Well, yeah, but like, here's the thing: that's not how he's acting. Like, yeah, that's that's book knowledge coming through those show knowledge it seems like he was a strat because remember he has the conversation with the one guy who was actually you know the guy who got married at the red wedding i don't know his name oh, or if he's still alive yeah well that's the thing we don't know if he's still alive <laughs> yeah but he, he said the thing where because he just basically went into that room and then like and then some stuff happened and uh, well anyway change of music yeah <laughs> yeah then they, flip, then they flipped they switched djs and uh <laughs> yeah everything was Everything went down downhill from there. But, like, he was the guy who, like, they said he, you know, he took, like, he's like, I took this field or whatever. And Rob Stark's like, you idiot, you know? I was trying to draw yeah, yeah. them this way. So, it was obviously, they were showing how much of a tactician and... and well, he had a real knack for it. Like, yeah. That, yeah. He, he, so got book, thrown, he, was, he got yeah. thrown in the deep end and was able to make some good decisions yeah, so and win a few key bit. battles. Yeah. Kind of got some ground under him. Definitely. Yeah. But for him to just, like, be walking through the fields as his... Brothers who are sacrificed, like, and I mean brothers in the, you know, like, yeah. the, the military sense. Yeah, the military sense. Marines as a bunch Marines. of them are, like, bleeding and missing limbs and stuff. And they're like, hey, fuck it, we still won, you know. And, and all of a sudden he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, there's a lady here. And then he's like, 
Well, like, oh yeah, I'm 15 and I got a boner like eight yeah, hours never a day. Lady <laughs> wasn't my mom or sister. Before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I guess that makes sense. Swing. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But in this one, I was like, where Rob Stark looks like he's in his 20s, I'd be like, and like if I was one of Rob Stark, like if I was in Rob's inner circle, and I was like one of his boys, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? No, <laughs> like you're not doing this. Are you are you insane? I don't care how good she is. In fact, you are not throwing away another army. For us. <laughs> like, like it's just not happening. I'm sorry, dude. Like, well, yeah, sacrifices must be made, <laughs> and this is now your turn. It's like it's like, and I'd be like, okay, okay, okay. If you're gonna, do, I'm gonna let's just turn into Joe Pesci there. But like, okay, okay, okay. Like, I'm gonna be like, okay. Here's the thing. If you're gonna do that. You walk out there and you explain to those men that are missing limbs and bleeding in the fields right now that you are not that they are not getting reinforcements because you are banging. You want to get yours, yeah. right? Yeah, you want, you want to empty your balls yeah. in this particular exactly because there are yeah. eighty other people here. Yeah. Pick a fray, anyone you want. Yeah, that's literally what it was. Literally thirty. Yeah, it's like there are thirty women. I'm sure one of them will tickle your fancy. Yeah. Well, oh, and then, uh, the, you know, in his defense, book-wise, yeah. <laughs> it's a little, it, there's no build-up of it in that, and I mean, this is kind of played for TV, like, let's kind of have this uh, CWS sort of romance between Rob mm-hmm. and this girl for a few episodes before they get married, whereas in the book, like, because he's not a point-of-view character, he went off to battle in one chapter, came back married, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. There was no decision to be made, it happened, I'm your king, deal with it. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, just never, never separate. I did a bad, did a bad thing, but it happened, so... <laughs> So we uh, we're, we've been kind of dancing around the big fish of uh, season six. We mentioned a little bit earlier, but uh, Jon Snow. I, I guess I guess we should get into it. Um, I assume he's coming back. I don't agree with it because it, it kind of sets a bad. I think it sets a bad precedent for this show where the thing has been like anybody can get got at any point. It depends on how he comes back. True. Uh, the most popular theories I've heard are Melisandre is obviously going to bring him back to, or Melisandre could bring him back to life with her blood magic or whatever. She is there. She's there. She's, she's in like, the neighborhood in both the show and the book. Yes. Yeah. In, in the, the book, she's also the there. Or whatever. Yeah. In, in the book, well, she didn't go off to, to, to battle with... Uh, well, she didn't really go off to battle. But she was just there, and then she was like, whoa. <laughs> like, well, in the I'm show, take, she was like, yeah. uh, peace out, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take the last horse that Ramsey didn't burn. <laughs> <laughs> The last train out of Dodge. <laughs> and there's, nope, pre- nope. <laughs> there's precedent in both the book and the show, too, yeah. for the uh, Red Priest traveling with Beric Dondari and bringing him back to yeah. life more than one. Boy, that was not. Boy, was that exposition-y in that one. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes and no. Pay attention to this. It may come back one day. Yeah, four, Three seasons yeah, four later. Seasons it's not like later. it happened earlier <laughs> on that episode. I feel like that's a good seed planting. Yeah, it's all right. But, I mean, it's just some dude in a cave at the mountain. <laughs> or not the mountain. The hound fought, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, he came back to life. You can do this. And this is like, well, yeah. it has a good payoff in the in, mm-hmm. like those particular characters. Better payoff in the book when it comes to uh, mm. what becomes of Catelyn. Yeah, but uh, for that it was to a... just be a um, for it to just be sort of a seed here to sow this sort of doubt, like you know, because typically you watch a show like this and you see a guy like Jon Snow get stabbed 17 times in the back. Yeah. We're up to 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Just as soon as we find a cure for 17 stab wounds in the back. <laughs> How we doing, boys? We're up to 16. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
Uh, so, you know, there's there's precedent for, you know, you see a character getting killed on the show, taking 17 stab wounds to the back. Um, you know, you don't think about it. That dude's dead. <laughs> He's straight up dead. Yeah. There's oh, no yeah. way around it, but now, because we've had this He's scene gone. prior, yeah. we at least have this seed of doubt. Yeah. Is he dead? We didn't actually see him die. And, and, is he dead? He could be right back yeah. alive through these assorted means. And in the books, I believe there's more precedent <laughs> for things coming back from the dead as zombies, kind of. Because, like, doesn't Catelyn Stark come back as some sort of zombie woman, like, banshee-type wailing spirit of vengeance? Yeah. Um, in the books? It's not really a zombie. Yeah. Uh, she just kind of acts like it because she can't talk. I'll say it was called Lady Stoneheart or something yeah. Is, is, yeah. The, is the official name of it. I read that somewhere, I believe. Those yeah. are the only, like, R, R plus L equals J and Lady Stoneheart are the only, like, book-related so things. So what happens after the like. Red Wedding is she mm-hmm. gets slit across the throat. Yeah. So her throat yeah, is saw that happen. Ways. And I hated Catelyn Stark, so when that <laughs> happened, I was like, <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, she annoyed the shit out of me. What are you gonna do? All right. Anyway, so basically, what happens? Hey, I get revenge came on me. It came full full circle next season because yeah, episode nine cool. of the next season was. Yeah, it's only ten episodes later, like a cantaloupe man, just, and that me just. <laughs> Uh, so yeah she basically gets you know she gets slashed across the throat we saw that on screen but then you know what happens in the book is that Frey's men and the Lannisters who were there they're like hey you know party we killed the king etc etc let's be assholes and like desecrate Rob's corpse and tie the wolf head on yeah the wolf head on it how many of the wolves are still alive just to go off on a tangent all of them except for two too. Yeah, there were five. Ronald Reeves Reeves is dead and four left and ladies is dead Nymeria who, five, right? Six total. Six, okay, there were six total. And So Summer's alive, Brant. Yes. Um, Ghost is alive. Ghost is alive. Nymeria, who is Arya, that she like threw rocks at and made run away, and so, is now terrorizing the countryside somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you don't actually hear about that in the show, but in the book, yeah, he, uh, Nymeria has like a big, like, herd of wolves and they're going around like killing people and stuff. Really? Awesome. Yeah. So, That's because awesome. of, because it's because I've got a new champion I want to cheer for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we get uh, yeah. little hints because we have Bran being the warg in this where mm-hmm. he can switch into his wolf's body and into Hodor's body and now he's going to be off on some spirit journey in this, this cave. Yes. Um, but there's also hints in the book of the couple times that um, John was almost able to do it, mm-hmm. um, and whenever there's like an Arya point of view story, like sometimes she has dreams that she's a wolf. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. actually, uh, it's, it's Nymeria Narma- is the one who recovers Cat's body. Yes, um, okay. yeah, because they what they do with Cat's body is they throw her in yeah, the moat. Basically, strip her naked and throw her in the river. Yeah, yeah. they throw her in the river, and um, Arya has a dream. <laughs> Arya has a dream where she's a wolf, mm-hmm. which is actually her working into okay. uh, Nymeria. Nymeria pulls Cat's body out. And then leaves it there, and then the body is recovered by um, Eric Dondarrion. Yeah, so the red and everything. So the red he's basically piece. like, this is my king's mother, yeah. and so I know that I'm infused with all this red god Blood. magic. Yeah. So yeah. kisses her full on the mouth, dies instantly, but revives her. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so she's so like in the book, he's actually dead, dead now. Okay. But you know, she's been dead for a few days. She's been in the river for a lot of it, so her skin's like all ashy. So and she's corpse fried. And she, can't, she can't talk because her, her throat, throat's, throat's been slashed. Oh, okay, but she remembers. But she remembers, oh, yeah, and, she's, yeah. and she has nothing to lose anymore. Yeah. She's she's like, well, I'm already dead. <laughs> but yeah, this is well. That was a freebie. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's pretty crazy. And that's all not in the no, first I, book, right? 
Right. No, yeah. Well, they, they, they kind of cap off. And it's not in the show either. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It's not the show. That's why I asked because, you know, 300 pages in the first book. I'm like, like episode two. Yeah. The, the, books, <laughs> yeah. the books always have, like, um, an ep- like, a prologue and an epilogue chapter mm-hmm. by someone point of view that we never see a point of view chapter from them again, usually because I die by the end of that chapter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what happens is like halfway through the third book of The Red Wedding and everyone loses their minds, Uh, and then the epilogue chapter is like some random fray who's off to uh, like pay a ransom on some prisoner and kind of gets jumped by like Dondarrion's crew, Mm -hmm. but Dondarrion's not there anymore, and it turns out they're now being led by Lady Stoneheart, who basically says... Well, she doesn't say, but... The, the she group, points at him and yeah. hang him. The group yeah. is basically like, yeah, we're not taking prisoners today. You're yeah. Frey, you're yeah, dead. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they capture one Frey, yeah. hold him hostage, to and then he goes another. to bring... And so he brings the, the, uh, the ransom money. Yeah. And he gets there, and the, the the fray that he's supposed to be paying the ransom for is he's dead. He's already dead. He's already is yeah. dead. And then they capture and kill him too, and take the money. I'm just imagining her doing. <laughs> I'm just imagining her doing the two fingers of the throat thing that Viggo Mortensen did in Eastern Promises. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's basically what she did. So, so, yeah. so uh, yeah, John Darian crew, yeah. Lady Stoneheart, are just going around there killing phrase. Oh, that's, that's yeah. what they do. And, and she's actually, still where we are in the books right now, it actually has uh, Brian and Tarth meeting up with her. Christ, that sounds like a lot. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, she catches up with Brian and um, uh, is not happy with her. Yeah. That was another thing I and, heard. Um, then they go after Jamie. <laughs> Speaking of Brian, though, the first thing I heard was like, do people on the internet think that Stannis is still alive? I was going to bring that up because we were talking about John and they're like, is he alive? I was like, no. Well, is Stannis still alive? They didn't no. show it, but it's assumed. What show have you been watching though for five seasons? <laughs> hey, you know what? And like, she's season season six, Bella. nobody will die. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I doubt that. Based on the questions I've got in this sheet of paper. But like, she's been ringing that bell of, I saw this ghost with the face of Stannis Baratheon for like four seasons and then she doesn't kill him? Like, come on. What show have you been watching for five seasons? Couldn't believe it when I heard people say yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, there's no way Miranda Tarth leaves the job half done exactly especially when there's no there's yeah. no rush there's no like i have to stop this guy quick because there's people chasing me and you, she just walks up in the middle of a field yeah. just like well yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gone he's gone stannis yeah. is gone father of the year stannis uh <laughs> stannis the manis uh oh he hated playing that character too yeah, yeah. Well, he's got a record. Like, what did you get out of filming this? He's like, money. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's fantastic. But I mean, well, like, he did it well, but he really hated it. Well, some night. of the internet stuff I've seen is like that one of the characters that the book readers are, are Stephen Miller very upset with his treatment was Stannis. And yeah, I, I am as well. So much so that someone referred to it as the great Stannis fuckery of 2015. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, I like calling it Father of the Year. Yeah, Father yeah. of the Year. Um, sorry, uh, just backpedaling a little bit. Uh, I wanted to get the full scope of the, the wolves again, so uh, to reiterate, Jon Snow is still alive. Jon is still alive. Arya is still alive. Nymeria. Nymeria, who is... Who's... Arya's. Arya's is still alive. Summer. Who's France? So those are the four. And Shaggy Dog. Shaggy, Shaggy Dog is um, Rickens. Rickens. Oh, I, you know, never I forget about Rickens. For, uh, yeah, Rickens. Stark. He's the forgotten. <laughs> never Stark. forget there's another Stark son. Yeah, there. I know. Yeah. I completely forgot. Remember when he had that one line, like he was hanging around kind of in the background yeah. for a few episodes, and then he talked once, and then they were like, shut up, Rickens, go away. Yeah, yeah. And then they yeah, sent him away like, forever. I had a dream, and then, you know, dad's not coming back ever. So, of the He's six. Kind of prophetic, too. So, yeah. of the six, only. Four. Four, 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 four. Dead. And so Rob's is dead, and 
lady Sansa's is dead because but that was when my it was just a wicked foreshadowing. Yeah, that was when my uh, <laughs> my wife was just out on the show because I think yeah. that was the same episode. Yeah, that was like the second episode. Yeah, that was also the same episode where the mountain like cut the head off of his horse after he lost oh, the joust. So yeah. like my wife who just cannot stand animal violence whatsoever. Was, yeah, it's, it's not like the season of Game of Thrones unless at least two horses. Die. Yeah, it was, it was actually I remember when uh, we introduced the show to uh, Sarah, Sarah and Dan. Yeah, and good for us. Hey, let, let's watch some couple of shows, and I forgot yeah. <laughs> about the dog dying. And Sarah's family dog had like just died oh. like two days before oh. that. So we get to the end of the episode, she's bawling, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about this. Oh man, smooth move, X Live. Faux pas. I think I remembered it as it was leading up. She was like, oh no, oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh crap! Oh my god! <laughs> I almost was like turned off the episode, and then that's the end. She's <laughs> listening right now. Happily ever after. <laughs> She's listening right now and recrying over. <laughs> oh, or just shit. cursing my goat. Yeah, that's true. We're sorry, Sarah. I'm sorry. Um, you monster. I'm gonna say <laughs> Jon Snow. Yep. The other popular theory that they had for him coming back, and this is how I would want it to go down if if, if I could write the thing is. Since the, th- the R plus L equals J theory, mm-hmm. that he would be half Targaryen, and that fire cannot kill him, and that it actually is a source of strength and power to the to the uh, Targaryens, at least depicted <clears throat> in the show. Okay. And the Night's Watch have a, an affinity for burning the corpses, for burning, turn into a light. Yeah, have, are, are burning the corpses. So when they put John's body on the pyre. Revive them. The fire will revive him, and then he gets to come out of the he gets to come out of the fire with the with the, the abs. Oh the my god, that's John Snow's yeah, music! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The lights go on. The Undertaker, <laughs> the Undertaker comes out. He's got a grave digger hat on. <laughs> but like, I think that'd be pretty cool though if he came out of the fire, like just and like at the if he came at the end at the end of an episode, and then you get like Alistair. Thorn or whatever his name is, just like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna blow a whole mess through it right now. Go ahead. <laughs> First season, Jon Snow got burned by the lamp that he threw at them. Like, okay, he, yeah. he can't be hurt by fire. Oh. It has been in the past. That's lame. Well, maybe <laughs> death is the only great adventure in the world. Maybe I mean, he has to die to realize. All the the only one that we know that can't be hurt by fire is Daenerys, is Daenerys. because. This heiress did. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very yeah. much so. So it's not even like an Aquaman or Targaryen because yeah. they're definitely in Britain. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I miss Aquaman. I wish he was still around. Um, <laughs> Crown for a king. <laughs> um, let's get into some of our season six uh, speculation. speculation, what we think might happen. I'm going to just ask a simple question and we'll go around. <laughs> There's no simple question. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll start with Rob. Oh, sweet yeah, yeah, it's not going to be a simple. Let's start with Rob. I'll just ask you what, like, uh, what are you most excited for to see in season six? And you could say character, plot, whatever. It's a, to, to your heart's content. Just what going into this season are are you like? Boy, I can't wait to see more of that. Because I'll tell you, for me, last year it was Dorn, and boy, was I greatly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's true. There's, I haven't really thought about Game of Thrones much. I'm gonna go off on that tire. There's been when a lot. I was. <laughs> yeah. There's been a lot to keep us occupied. Because good lord, like that could have been fast in the Iron Fist. By the way, do you hear? Who? 
the when I was a girl. Oh, Mara Sand? Yeah. <laughs> that's she's, she's, the, she's the female lead in Iron Fist. Oh, that's that's across from Loras. That's <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because Loras is playing Iron Fist because they refused to cast an Asian guy for reasons not understood by Matt Ferris. Anyway, we've stepped all over Rob's answer. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, so, yeah, so I haven't really thought about Game of Thrones much mm-hmm. since it ended when we wrapped it up last year. Mm-hmm. And it was only actually since yesterday. I was like, all right, what actually happened? Yeah. <laughs> All the characters now is like, okay, the plot has moved along because mm-hmm. nobody, like in seasons past. <laughs> nobody is anywhere they were before. Like everything's basically been shaken up. Um, so I'm still excited to see what's going on with Arya because now she's presumably blind. Oh yeah, she's got her Daredevil um, plot line going. She's so going to be Daredevil this season. That'll so I'm interested line. to see what's going on there, and especially so, yeah, if in the trailer, blind arc in the book, does that already happen? Oh, I figured that happened in the book? Yeah. Oh, I'm cool. excited to see it happen here because Arya is just, still yeah. one of my favorite characters, yeah. if not my favorite Everybody's character. favorite Red Lobster employee. And just, wa- yeah. and just watching the, uh, the trailer, <laughs> since we just watched the trailer beforehand. Yeah. Um, since I forced you to... <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't going to. I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> while well, paying attention, but also trying not to really retain a lot of what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, again, you'll have to, because I'm going to remind you yeah. in a couple of minutes of some stuff. The but. one, was it Arya that was, like, jumping off of a building? Looked like it, yeah. She's doing her daredevil like, training. So it's like, okay, well, if she's blind, like, well, let's see what's going on there. Yeah, I'm not even joking. She's doing I don't want to see her first. jump off and impale herself yeah. on a spike. Like, <laughs> shit, be... I jumped that way instead of the other way. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, so I'm still excited to see uh, Arya. I'm now looking forward to seeing... Sansa, mm-hmm. because she's no longer this weak bitch yeah. that gets pushed around. Um, she seems to now have grown a spine. I want to see what well, she is supposed to be twelve. So I don't know, but nobody's twelve in this damn <laughs> yes, show. True. So <laughs> I'm taking it away from the books. <laughs> Everyone's eighteen. Everyone's legal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> don't look at my internet search history. Even Tommen. Even Sansa rape scene, so let's oh, at least have her being legal age. That was, yeah. that was one of the worst parts of... I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's a lot of reasons yeah. I wanted to write off the show, but... Yeah. That wasn't very good. That, that was... Uh, I never. I think I said that in our last... In our pod when we reviewed that episode, right? I felt that that was... was it, this show uh, is... It's, it was, I hate it was, to say it, but it's a little too HBO for me. It was, it, well, it went beyond... Like, that one just... Because they had rape as a plot in... in this show many times. I, I'd say the two shows that have the most rape plots in the history of television, like it's basically Game of Thrones and 90210 right now. Like, don't think, like, <laughs> like, I'm not sure which one has more. Like, no, no we're doing Oz. Oz, man, oh, hey. oh, very good, very good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Gotta take back the yard. Nope, it's on the floor. You go pick it up. Gotta take back the yard. I'm using the popular Judy Garland move. Come here, bitch. Oh, man. Yeah. The only other thing that I'm uh, looking that, forward yeah. to still is, one, seeing Bran again, but mm-hmm. now that he's with, uh, what were they, the, the children? The, the three-eyed raven or whatever. Uh, that, whatever the old dude and the children of the first, whatever those, yeah. that group of people uh, the call themselves. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, presumably we're going to see a lot more magic. Yeah. After, after along those lines. After he escaped the skeletons from Army of Darkness that were <laughs> <laughs> We knew you were following Roberto's tactics of stabbing. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> <gotta practice> my <laughs> stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But, uh, Mike Leapock, uh, what are you most excited for in, in season six? Uh, it's gotta be the Arya storyline. Like, she's a great character. Um, I also... Well, people I mean, love Arya a lot. Being a, people being a people love, love seafood salesman on this <laughs> podcast. Being here. a freaking book reader, like, now that we're kind of caught up, it's like, artists, wow, too. now what? Like, I, I really kind of want to see something one. new. Mm-hmm. And I want to see uh, more Arya stuff. And what we were talking about before the um, like the three headed dragon. Like I think they that's much more of a focus in the books. And I'm hoping now they do it in the show and start bringing up that idea more yeah. of that that Danny needs two partners. Mm-hmm. And in the book, there is a, almost a literal competition yeah. for who's going to be the other partners. Some of which end in hilarious ways. Yeah, there are like <laughs> twelve main characters around in. Yeah, and because they're all and trying to be two or her partners. Us, yeah. And I kind of want to see that. Uh, so I want to see more Danny stuff, but more so the grander uh, who are going to be her partners stuff. And I want to see Arya. Because yeah, all right, Just a lot sweet. of Arya love. Kevin Miller, you're going to follow that up. What, what are you most excited for? Well, there's a there? lot to say because we're caught up to books now. Like I want to see yeah. what's happening with everyone. <laughs> um, the things that I'm most excited for, of course, Arya, um, for reasons that have already been gone over many times. Um, uh, I want to see uh, Doran's plan come to that's, fruition. That's what I'm most my excited boy Alexander Sadik, who, despite all the crap that happened to Doran last season, was still a diamond in that rough. Well, okay. yeah. and like well, Doran's yeah. plan that ties into the whole Danny's three heads. Absolutely, Doran, so. Doran, or Prince Doran. I think like I'm, while going to Doran, unfortunately, wasn't what I wanted it to be because uh, it's no secret that from this podcast, if you listen to Game of Thrones, that Prince Oberyn was, has been my favorite character in the show. So I was excited to go to Doran to meet his daughters, who I, his assassin daughters, who I was told about, and his brother, who people were telling me, you might like him better than... And he was great. I, he just unfortunately... Didn't get yeah, didn't get enough screen time, but he was fantastic in, in the scenes that we gave him. Right, and I'm excited to see a lot more of him. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see how that ends out, too, because, like, uh, the, the, um, Ilaria, who I love, just... Sure. Absolutely. She's got that like beautiful giraffe neck and, and friggin' olive <laughs> skin and she's loyal. Loyal to her man, alright? But like when she poisoned Marcella, which was awesome, because fuck the Lancers. And uh but, like, Dorm, we don't kill her with us. <laughs> well technically she wasn't in Dorm, she was in international water. <laughs> <laughs> she was twelve feet away. That was the other joke <laughs> that I was wondering where it's like like, like you get Jamie's like, Marcella. Marcella, and then we get the thing where she wipes the you know stuff off her off her lips, and then takes the thing. It was obviously she gave her the poison kiss. It wasn't like he was halfway back to turn it around. Yeah, he could have easily been like, turn it back, you know, rewind selector, like bring the boat back. It's like we are. Like, he could have easily been like, I can still see them! <laughs> hey! 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 Coming for you! And Tristane's supposed to be on that boat, too, isn't he? Because, like, they sent Tristane back to, to take over and spot on the council. That was one of the, because uh, one of the conditions that, because I rewatched that scene, because one of the conditions that uh, Duran had was, or, like, Marcel would only go back, Tristane would go with her. 
And then he said, I'll send Tristan back, but Tristan's got to take over his spot on the, oh, on the I small council. Know, I didn't know if they were going back together, though. I thought they were, because like, that seems like poor planning if they are. Yeah. Well, yeah, because now Tristan, now they've got him. So now the situation's basically reversed. Jamie just immediately picks up and like, uh, stab, stab, stab. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a, well, that's a, that would be an interesting way to kind of bring back in the Doran storyline that we had from the books, though. Because that would give Duran excellent reason to imprison Alaria now. Because holy shit, what the hell did you do? You just got us involved in this war in a big, big way. Yeah, and it, also it, you potentially killed my son. Yeah, yeah. In the books, as soon as Oberyn dies, mm-hmm. um, Doran arrests. All yeah, the so the same thing. Because he, like, knows, gonna cause he, he knows. because yeah, he knows they're going to go crazy. So yeah. he, he throws him in jail immediately. Well, no, okay. having committed no crime. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because in this one, at least, they were like, they tried to kill Marcella, so yeah, he had and, cause to be uh, like, get your asses in jail, what's the matter with you? Yeah, and you basically put him in a timeout. <laughs> there's, a, there's a story where Duran's daughter, um, yeah. Ariane, who's not actually in this, but they're kind of using Hilaria to be sort of a okay. composite of her yeah, and okay. Ariane. Uh, she tries to basically stage a coup, in similar to what happens here, where they kind of want... Because in Dorne, the firstborn... Is, is the successor, regardless of whether yeah, it's son or and daughter. is the older son. No, 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 no. What they're is, saying is, is Marcella. The is, they want to champion Marcella as the queen instead of Tommen as the king because Marcella's oh, because she's okay. So, okay, like, okay. we have the queen now. And then marrying her to Tristane was one of the yeah. ways of facilitating that. Okay. They're basically like, we need to control her mm-hmm. because she's legally, from our perspective, okay. the queen of Westeros. Right yeah, now. okay. They, they, they try to hold this coup, and then they, they capture her and mm-hmm. sneak her off. Yeah. And then one of the knights that's with them actually betrays them and tries to kill her and slashes her across the face with a sword. Oh, yeah. goodness. So, so Marcella's she, she has not... got a big scar and now is missing, like, half of her ear or something oh, like that. But she's not dead? She's not dead. No, no, she's not dead. Just, that was going to be, like, kind of my next but then, question. But then someone showed up, and then they're like... Where's Marcella? Who's over there? Definitely has all of her face, though. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever she is. Yeah. Just don't look at her too close. Yeah. Only look at her from the left. Yeah. <laughs> Why is she wearing that mask? She's, She's two-faced now. <laughs> on a good side. Yeah. You uh, only shoot me profile. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but uh, they basically at that point arrest Ariane because definitely she actually did something before mm-hmm. they could get her this time. And when they do that, they realize, oh, we've got... Uh, you know, Ariane and all of the Sand Snakes, including yeah. like the like the three and four year old ones, because you know there's more than just three masters that Oberyn has. Yeah, Oberyn had a whole yeah, lot like of or something like that. Something. Well, they did, they did mention that he has eight in the, in the show, but, yeah, but they're all children. Yeah, yeah, we've only seen three because he mentioned that he named one of them after his sister, Elliot, uh, yeah. after Elia, and he's like, and I cannot. You know, speak to her because it makes me sad and whatnot. Yeah, the one thing that that the uh, that, that season really missed was you know the the big the big guy with the huge axe that's always oh yeah oh the brother right yeah brother when, I like that guy. when, when they try oh, him more screen time when, when they try that coup yeah uh, he's the one who shows up and is all like no we're shutting this shit down yeah. and then um, or so when he speaks another character he speaks yeah. part of part of this coup includes the the king's guard. That went with Marcella to door to protect. Yeah, her. yeah, because there's, there's a king's. There, so then he's this king's guard, Aaron or whatever. Yeah, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, one of those weird spellings of Aaron that has like e's and y's in it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> he takes a rush at the guy with the there big axe, and it is not. It's cosplay. It's just like he shows up and he's just like, wham. Where'd my arm go? Like, yeah, he's, always, he's, like, he's always holding his axe and he sleeps yeah. with it and everything because it's his wife. Like, he's married to his job, basically. Yeah, right? okay. Like, literally. He literally sleeps with the axe. That's <laughs> yeah. But it, it's... Well, because there was the line, Doran has the one line where he goes, like, 
you haven't had to use that axe for a long time. Do you still remember? And he's like, oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely like, you know, this dude, this king's guard charges him with the sword wearing like full plate like he does. And Ariel's just like, you know, flashlight lightning and he's suddenly dead somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, holy shit. Uh, this guy's a player. Because he didn't, he didn't have, man, they didn't really give him a lot of lines. He basically had the one line where he goes, yeah, where he's, but, and then to Jamie, when Jamie fought, and he, he like, did the thing where he, like, spun the, the axe and put it, like, up against his throat and just said, when you were whole, it would have been a good fight or something yeah. like that, right? Who would win that fight based on, on the book guys? Yeah. Whole Jamie or or or, or, the, or brother with the axe? Area Hotab. I don't know. Jamie's one for Flash and circumstance, and yeah. Hotab's all business. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie's one to say that he'll be paid to fight for the, uh, for the ages. In, in <laughs> Jamie's got a record. The fight of the century. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Jamie's even gone on record, I think, in both the book and the show to say, like, in book three, he's like, I'm the third best swordsman in the country. Like, okay. Barristan's telling me it's the best. Mm-hmm. And, and, he's dead. and then there was, uh, <laughs> Who else? I think, like, Loris or something like that. Yeah, Loris is really good. Yeah, at that point, Loris is, is really good. Um, well, because Loris did beat the mountain in, like, a joust, and he spoke yeah. some... Yeah, and I mean, like, the house is supposed to be really good. Brianna Tarth is supposed to be really good, but no one notices because, you know, one woman, and who yeah. cares? And all that stuff, yeah. <clears throat> so, that's why it's fun, because, you know, we see the scene where they're like, you know, I'm the best sword, the third best sword's gonna land, you think you can take me? And then Brianna Tarth absolutely takes him. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and even in the when he's he's still whole at that point when yeah, he fights exactly. Brienne, and then he's in the book. He's like it's a point of view chapter with Jamie, and he's mm-hmm. fighting her. Yeah. And like, sure, he's been starved for like weeks and stuff, but he still thinks it's going to be like no contest. He's fighting her, yeah. and then he realizes that he's getting tired, mm-hmm. and she isn't, yeah. and she just keeps wailing on him because yeah. like, <laughs> she's not a finesse fighter, right? She no. just has this giant sword. Of- <laughs> Fuck you, Jamie! But, uh, I'm gonna keep can, hitting you. And she can take a few hits and not fall, right? Yeah. She's a behemoth. Uh, she's the Glamazon. She's uh, <laughs> Brienne the Beast. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you because you were talking about how Marcella is not really dead. Um, is there any other differences between who is dead on the show? I know Barristan Selmy one because he's not dead in the books. So. Barristan Selmy's not. Is there anyone who is still alive in the show that is? Dead in the book, that or that is dead in the show and still alive in the books, or vice versa. Dead in the show. Dennis isn't supposed to be dead, okay. although we can see it happening pretty soon with what's going on in the books. Yeah, okay. um, there is they. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's Spin a letter out. in letter. the book yeah. that says that, that Stannis is dead, but we didn't see that. Yeah, okay. And so, and, and there's no reason to They're spinning that way. Exactly it's a loser. Yeah. Everything in the book is like, you know, we heard. Because they, they don't have Twitter, so exactly. they, they, Yeah, Stannis comes off Raven to try to take Winterfell, and then the next thing we hear about it is Jon Snow gets a letter from the psycho that says that Stannis is dead, I killed everyone, and, you know, yeah. whatever. Coming for you next, or something like that. Basically. Ramsey Bolton. Anybody? Any other uh, big ones? Marcella? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Barrison. Barrison's thing in the book is really cool because they do. Uh, what is it? They basically figure out who's behind. Yeah, because they, they have a pretty strong theory about who's running the uh, Sons of the Harpy. Sons of the, the, the Harpy. And there's an assassination attempt on Danny's life during the uh, tournament that ends up with mm-hmm. her getting swept away by the dragon. So that yeah, which happened in the yeah, in, yeah. In that happened in the show. But then um, Barristan goes to arrest the guy who's behind the Sons of the Harpy, mm-hmm. and uh, it, he's it's pretty baller. He shows up, he kills like five guys, and <laughs> yeah, 
Meanwhile, someone's trying to steal the dragons and basically gets killed by the dragon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone tries to impress Danny by stealing a dragon, and it goes <laughs> I'll exactly as well. dragon by force. <laughs> it, it, it goes exactly as well as you think it would. Yeah, yeah. And we've been trapped in a cellar for months. Hey, you look like meat. <laughs> That's great. Um, any new characters that we might be excited to? Should we, that we should be excited? Absolutely dozens, right? What, yeah. I guess. Because Ian McShane is the big... is uh, Big new cast. Big new cast. Do we know who's playing? Well, I don't think they've revealed it, but like, there's all we have are a couple of stills of the him. The thing is, is, is you can cast a, like, a grizzled white guy mm. in the show in a lot of different movies. <laughs> Ian McShane had that hilarious line, though, where he... In the interview, did you hear that? Where he, someone interviewed him, and he was just like... <laughs> he said something like... I don't get the big deal of Game of Thrones. It's just tits and dragons or something like that. But he said it in a way where Ian McShane didn't think both of those things were awesome. You know? like, he, was like, he was like, wait, Ian McShane, you don't like tits and dragons, man? I mean, just... With not the like. Go shoot just tits and dragons. It's yeah. Like, it's like, yes. Yeah. It's like the guy, the, guy from, the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean 4, apparently, doesn't like tits and dragons. <laughs> oh, there's, um, there, there's one key character that might show up and that's uh when when Tyrion is traveling okay. in the books he's traveling with someone important he's traveling with a party that's yeah, not uh Varys. Varys he's not traveling with Varys at all because that's um, to go back to what I said was or to my what I'm most excited for in season six are Varys and Tyrion scenes and oh I, I, I just thought of someone who's dead in the books that is alive in the show mm-hmm. and that's uh Cersei's uncle Kevin Lannister? That's right, yeah. Oh, I love Kevin Lannister. Kevin his name's so hilarious. <laughs> like, what a terrible name. Yeah, All these names <laughs> are. Right, yeah. I'm just excited for once to have a Kevin in fiction who's not either a nerd or a serial killer. Yeah. Or both. Because <laughs> it's always one of them. Give me another uh, Give me another example, because I've never seen another Kevin other just, than this one. But it's just funny. To me, it's only funny because it's like... Jimmy Lannister. Yeah, because it's like Daenerys, Kyle Drogo. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a reason it's not a main character. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fun to It's Kevin with an A, though. Kevin with a Kevin. Let's put that fantasy twist on. That's great. <laughs> it sounds like someone who shops on Hot Topic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, Mom, it's Kevin. <laughs> seasons is going to come back in season six and immediately take over because that happens oh. every year maybe yeah we haven't seen Bran in a couple of seasons <laughs> yeah, old Brand, Brand. I mean, uh, uh, what's his name sister uh, wow I forgot his name Reek oh oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Theon's sister, sister Asha. Asha or, or Yara. Oh, Yara, Yara. Yara. So, yeah, they call her Yara in the show. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about her. But yeah, she's, she definitely hasn't been around for a few seasons, and now we get to see her do something. She's in the trailer. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I also uh, forgot that the trailer. Theon was still alive. Yeah, <laughs> set to the single sexiest song of all time, Chris Isaac's Wicked Game, that trailer. Actually, oh, those are brilliant. a couple of characters I would like to see introduced now, is uh, the Greyjoys. 
Big Terran and Europe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we, right. haven't, we haven't got a lot of Because Val's still alive. He's not supposed to be. I know. He's, Is he he's, dead in the book? He's yeah. dead in, like, book two. Well, no, he dies at the same time as um, Rob and Joffrey. Oh, right. Because it's that spell. It's implied. Right, when, yeah. It's the spell. They, they, he that says to all three of them. All three yeah. of them. And what happens is, so the Red Wedding, epic death, yeah. massive murder. For Rob, yeah. Um, purple Wedding, epic like death. Like chapters later. Yeah. Lots of stuff. And then he falls off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's walking from... Oh, he's, he's, he's walking slammed. between two towers. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's walking between two towers and a huge like gust of wind blows him off a bridge and he dies. I said, but I'm thinking just a light breeze. That's how Daenerys is going to die. She's going to trip on a log and break her neck on a rock like a million dollar baby or something. Yeah, I mean, if Cal oh, uh, can die from getting a wound infected. Oh, know. that was the word. He gets dysentery. <laughs> that was so bad. Oh, I hate that so much. Granted, there's some witchcraft involved. I'll True. But I mean, I did, a bit of poison. True. Yeah. Yeah. I did watch it, but I mean, I remember thinking, like, when you see that scene when Cal Drogo fights that one, like, right before he gets the scratch, that eventually leads to his death. Pulls up the daggers and just drops. Yeah, he's dropping the daggers. Yeah. And he literally ripped that dude's throat out. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy is so awesome. And, like, I can't wait. When this guy goes down, it's going to be in an epic battle where he's like fighting 30 guys. He's like Kratos in God of War, right? No, no I'll kill this guy. Tis but a scratch, he says. <laughs> <laughs> and then it happens. <laughs> he got smothered. <laughs> so bad. That's how George R. R. Martin does you. Yeah. My son and moon, or whatever she called them. I don't remember. Sun and stars. Oh, man. That was so bad. Uh, we can talk more about that trailer. Uh, like I mentioned, I don't have a lot to say. Set to the <laughs> well, I wanted to bring, I wanted to bring up, yeah, a lot of people turning sideways and looking at the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of that. I did want to point out that you called it Leapock when I asked you, because I had no idea at the end when those riders were coming up to Daenerys why she dropped that ring, and Bill theorized that she oh, yeah, was, yeah. Bill theorized that that ring was a symbol of whatever tribe she was married to, and she didn't want him to see it, so she dropped it. And then your theory, which unfortunately was correct, <laughs> was that she's doing the Lord of the Rings yeah. thing, where she's like, I'll just drop a ring in this giant field. Someone will find it, and that'll lead them to me. Because <laughs> you see... Surrounded Because you, you see Jorah. Yeah, and you see Jorah. <laughs> like you see his hand and pick up Daenerys' ring and then like you said he does the like dramatic head turn <laughs> he closes his fist around the ring and does the dramatic head turn and then I assume goes a hobbit lady here <laughs> <laughs> Daenerys stood here I can smell her right this way he's like oh, I can smell that pussy uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in the trailer and I was just like I saw that in the trailer and I was just like no they actually kind of did both here because the other theory was they yeah. didn't want her to that she didn't want them to know that she had been married, married right? because yeah. they would drag her back to base Dothrock and she would have to become a crone and we saw yeah. her being led into the city with the giant horse statue yeah, and so, she's like oh shit yeah. so we think that that might be exactly what's happening maybe and is that, what, is that where her plot is at in the books no, like no we, okay. we left her in that field like I don't Ooh. even think that she was she, she, she had been surrounded she'd been oh, surrounded so it was the same as yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. the same way exactly. so. but I just, I just like, when I saw Jorah pick that up in the, in the trailer I was like 
Oh, like, it was just so bad. Because there's no telling how far that dragon... It was a fucking dragon. There's no way oh. to talk. He went north. That's all they had to go on. That's, and it's not like the dragon couldn't get, like, so far at a distance and then take a wide laugh. Right? And they're just like, let's just go north. I'm sure we'll find a ring in the grass. And tell us what to do next. Half of the world's north of here, but let's do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, like, so bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing is, and I, I kind of glossed over this because I just said I want to see everything that's coming up this season. Yeah. I'm excited to see Daenerys not sitting on... Not, in a, not, not sitting in... In, uh, in a chair? In the yeah. yeah. fucking room. The character was the most interesting when she was with... When like, she was Hal Drogo. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, because so. she was good even up to, like, because I really liked her in book two and three when she was in Karth and overthrowing it and then yeah. like, going from city to city and freeing all the slaves she's, and burning folks alive. But she's, yeah. she's like, yeah. you know, I'm just going to stay here forever. Yeah, like, she's been staying up for well, two well, seasons. Yeah, I do say the, that, the, the scene when, uh, uh, when, she frees, when, when she frees all the uh, the Unsullied in Asapor. Yeah, Asapor is in the show and books is one of my favorite scenes of the entire series. Although that was, I like that scene, but when the guy was like, you give me one dragon, and then he's holding the dragon. I'm like, dude, you don't see what's about to happen. <laughs> the dragon's gonna set you on fire, and she's gonna take everything. It's not even a dragon. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't even a Trojan horse. It was a dragon. You know that scene? She might as well walk him with a shotgun. Yeah, You know what? That scene is basically exactly like in uh, the original Terminator, when yeah. he goes to the gun store and then buys one gun and shoots the guy yeah. and takes all the rest of his guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh, and, but like the. Daenerys plot also had one of the most offensive scenes in the history of, I think I've mentioned on this pod before, but where uh, she's sitting in a room with, like, she's conquered uh, Yonkai or whatever it is. Marine. Marine. Yeah, she's conquered Marine, and then she's sitting in the uh, <laughs> thing, and they literally just, like, Daenerys and all the, or, like, Bell, you know, Jorah, Belmy, Masandi, everybody's sitting around, and they're like, You've got enough ships and, and armies and whatnot to sail the Westeros. Not the Avengers, Khaleesi. Would you like to advance the plot? And she looks out the window and goes, No. <coughs> no. <laughs> no, I do not want to advance the plot. Let's stay here. and Let's circle back. Yeah, let's go back to that other I place. think I missed some loot in that previous yeah, passage. Was, All of us guys have respawned. We gotta go get yeah, it. Yeah, it was, that was, that was offensive. That was, yeah. that was offensive. Like, they sat in a room, they asked her, do you want to advance the plot? And she said no, and now they're finally going to and advance And possibly the plot, right? more egregious in the books, because it's a lot of her sitting in the throne, listening to, like, minor lords, and... Well, and, and reading, that broad reading her, like, ten, like, her ten aims. titles yeah, every yeah. time, and it was just, like, around, like, the 30th person, do you think Daenerys would tap on the shoulder and been like, cut yeah, down. Yeah, and then they're also dealing with... Just call me Dan. Yeah, just okay. Let's go to the short, short Like, like, just, she does, like, the thing wrap it up, wrap it up. Yeah, it gives it a wrap it up. He was like, starts playing rap yeah, and birds in the Oscars. But in the books, they're also dealing with like famine and a plague that's happening outside the walls, etc. Et et so it's like, oh boy, so it's just the minor politics of this well, city it, state. It, 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 I think it actually works better in the books because you get the uh, the first person thing where she's acting all stoically, but inside she's actually bored to tears. Yeah, yeah. like in the books, she's just like, I don't want to fucking do this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it actually oh plays God, it very so much hard. like as the, the easy allegory is uh, He Man, right? Because it was always the, the He Man. Or not, you know, Conan the Barbarian. Cause, yeah, because his um, 
his stories were always like, you know, he's got a million little short stories about him, and they often involve him becoming a king and then just being super bored because he's not out killing folks. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a conqueror, and he doesn't like to sit on a throne. He's a warlike person, and mm-hmm. I think that Daenerys is ultimately the same. She's definitely a wartime conciliary. Yeah. Well, she's got that, she's got that, you know, crazy Targaryen in her, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got that bloodlust. It's on fire! <laughs> she's not lighting fire at someone who's not happy. Who the five greatest Targaryens of all time? Danny, 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 because I spit on fire. Oh, man. Um, If Jon Snow isn't dead, and he is, but if he isn't, big if, over under two and a half episodes before he eats up the walking again. Over under two and a half episodes. Uh, How many legs? Watch. It's <laughs> his stomach, almost. The guy needs a new liver, I think. Because <laughs> there, there is one other theory about him being alive. It's out there. He is, but he's in Ghost Body. But he's a war ghost. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I've heard that one. Because that actually does happen sometimes. Well, it's like before John's body, not... Well, and it, it happened in the show, too. The the, uh, yep. the wildling warg when John when kills him, Raven, right? yeah, when John yeah. kills him, he goes into the eagle and claws, and then claws the also face in Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> second Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> reference on the same Game of Thrones. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so he could be in in Ghost, um, okay. so, Ghost form. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, obviously they're not going to go to that right away, right? So yeah, I don't. over under four and a half before we get or two and a half before we get some kind of definitive proof over. That Jon Snow is still alive. Over. They're going to tease at it a lot. Yeah, if so they do it at all. It's going to be very much the mountain. <laughs> okay. That's my guess. Uh, I'll take... I'll, mm, yeah, over seems more safe. Because if they do anything, that. especially if they do the, the ghost route, it's going to be very much like there's this wolf at the wall and it's <laughs> acting strangely. But it always kind of did. But it's acting... It now it's acting people. You know, more, if, they more back, back, if they do bring him back, it'll probably be... Episode one will be the setup for it. Okay. You won't see him at all in episode two, and then episode three he'll get brought back. Oh, all right. So if I said it at three and a half episodes, then I still think over. Then you guys three and a half. I think I still take over. Two and a half. I'm taking over. Four, four and, and a half. half I might three. take under. This is why. I'm, this is why I don't get to be a uh, a bookkeeper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is why I gamble and not and <laughs> I'll set the lines myself. Yeah. So you're thinking around. Three, four. Three, four, we is, might get... Is the wheelhouse you guys are thinking. Like, I agree with Mike that... I really want to well, see it happen now ten minutes. Because they're going to be the first episode. I think it'll be at least three episodes before somebody even pauses the possibility. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like, they're, they're gonna do, there's going to be one episode where they're going to do something along the lines of, let's say they've got Jon Snow's dead body on a slab. They'll, they'll like, the end of the episode will, like, zoom over his body. And, I actually really hope that there's no like, Jon Snow in the first episode at all. Like, well, no, if you do, you're well, just going to see him, like, so many characters. this. <laughs> like, there's so many characters, yeah. and the way Mike had said it, it's true, because that's what they've done every other season. Mm-hmm. If you're in an odd-numbered episode, you're not going to be in the even-number episode, because yeah. we have too much half the other fucking characters to deal yeah. with still. So, yeah. if he's, he's going to probably be seen, or the, yeah. the wall is going to be there in episode one or two, and then it's going to be in three or four, whichever... Even odd it was. Mm-hmm. So I think that if it's in the first episode at all, it will be like the first episode of season two, where you only see Arya like for ten seconds before the credits come on. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Like, like you'll see, 
We're like, oh yeah. An episode will end. Yeah, an episode will end something like, and I don't know which episode, but it'll, you'll see like John's dead body on a slab, and it'll, you'll get like the the eagle eye view of him on the slab, and then his eyes will like open, no. and then the credits. I'm just saying that's how they'll do it. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, maybe not that bad, but like his eyes will just something like that'll be the reveal. But and then at and last, then, at this hour, yeah, new then, flesh. Like not something that lame, but I'm just saying like something akin to that, right? Where you'll get like a, you'll get like, oh my god, he's alive, and then it's credits and. See you next week, right? And, and everybody's like, oh, I can't wait a week. Right. If they like, do that, it'll just be Ghost licking his face and his eyes open. It's like, thanks, Ghost. Yeah, something like That's that. That's all I needed. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just splash out water. Some cold water in his face. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> you just got it. You got to remember what... Oh, they uh, do the arrow thing. And it's like, we stabbed him perfectly the exact right place to put him in paralysis for 12 hours. Now everyone thinks he's dead, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Faith is super good. Now he can be the Lord of Winterfell. <laughs> well, the, the really nice thing is they actually did stab him exactly like that, but then they should have stopped there, but then they, they stabbed him another 20 times. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, the first guy's like, don't worry, guys, I got him. Wait, nuts. Stabs him in the perfect place. Then he goes like, go to him. No, guys! <laughs> I didn't think y'all were going to do it. I definitely got him the first time, guys. No need to keep stabbing him. Well, there is the one line that people keep pointing back to in where Ollie says to... Sam, he goes, when John goes to her home, yeah. and he goes, uh, what if he doesn't come back? And Sam goes, John always comes back, or something like that. And it's like, Ooh. <laughs> remember that line, everybody. We are about an hour and ten deep. So. Yeah, let's do a thing. I'm excited to see more of Sam, because he's got some good stuff going on after he leaves the wall. Oh, yeah. You said yeah, he'll be a maester. Yeah. Which, you know, I could have said you were the maester of Game of Thrones, but I went to... Lord, I went to the Mother of Dragons. I, I would have accepted Grand Maester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have accepted them. I think Mother of Dragons, I mean... Alright, so let's get to our last two. I got two questions left, and then I think we'll wrap it up, because we got plenty of Game of Thrones stuff coming in the future. So, I am going to go ahead and... We'll, run, another hour, almost two we'll go around the table one time. And I'm going to say, Rob Callflesh, I want a prediction on who is... Gone at the end of this Game of Thrones. So who is going to die in season six? Game of Thrones prediction from Rob Callflesh could be anybody. I don't, I don't care who you say. Anybody. Yeah. And while Rob's thinking yeah. a lot, well, Miller and, and <laughs> Lee Bucky may get a similar question. So <laughs> I, I, I really want to say nobody's going to die. That's a terrible like, answer. That's the <laughs> one answer you cannot give <laughs> because it will invariably be super wrong. Because of like the first three seconds, like here's the credits. Just shows someone getting stabbed. Like, well, Rob's out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's just who yeah. do you think? It could be someone you wish is gone, or like, uh, I think somebody with Bran. Um, the one guy's already died. Um, so it's just Jojen. No, the guy who got stabbed by the, Jordan, the army of darkness. Jojen. Mira, is that her name? Yeah, I think so. She yeah, might, yeah. Mirror. I'm just trying to think. It's like, who's someone that I wouldn't think would actually be gone? So it could be them. So I think she might be gone. All right. I hope she's not. But yeah, I hope she's not. But I think. Mike, Lee Fox, anybody? Yeah, what do you think is predictions for. Uh, I think Melisandre is going to eat it. Okay. You think she's going to have to. In, do you think she's going to die, or do you think it's, she's going to have to sacrifice herself? To I, think might, I think it might be a sacrifice then. Okay. To atone for her child-burning sins that she committed in the last one. I think, I think she might try burning someone else to bring John back, and it won't work, and then she'll burn herself or do something to, to bring him back. That's solid. That's solid. Top that, Miller. 
Lancel Lannister. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many people. I'm like, I don't I know. I know. That's the best part of this question. <laughs> Lancel Lannister uh, has been on this series already far too much. And he's done what he needs to do as far as being one of the uh, the, the children of the seven or whatever they call themselves. Mm-hmm. The Sparrows of the Corn. Sparrows of the Corn. It's like the Rainbow Knights or something like that. They call it. I think they call it exactly. He was the guy who carved the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the guy. Remember, we uh, just joking earlier. Who comes back that we haven't seen in nine seasons? He was the guy in last. He was in season one, and then he came back season two when he was was sleeping with Cersei and and was making moves. Yeah, and was making moves. Check out the cult. Yeah, that would be the funnest. But that would be one of the fun parts. Remember, Louis lives with this pie. And when someone you haven't seen in four seasons come back and is all of a sudden making moves in season six, remember the remember the crossover podcast. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> I think that's my favorite staple of this show. Lancel Lannister, that's a good one. Um, Grey Worm, I can see eating it or someone on that side of things. Yeah, uh, not Jorah, uh, not Missing Day. What about Dario, because it certainly looks like Dario. I don't think but, Dario will eat it. Well, because it looks like. Uh, What's his Captain Friendzone's gonna infect him with grayscale when he gets a chance, though, right? Because he'd be like, "Oh, I've got to get rid of, oh, yeah, I've yeah. got to get rid of Dexter Saint Jock here. <laughs> like, he's, my, he's, my, he's like my main competition for the for the hot twelve year old." So, um, and I'm gonna make a bold claim here because there's no reason to suspect it up until now. But I'm gonna say Bruce Bolton's gonna. Die. Yeah, that's a fair. Someone in the yeah. Bolton family's gotta eat it this year, whether it's Bruce or Rams. Oh, and if, if and I guess he is still alive, uh, I'll put. Uh, some money in on the uh, so people who are still alive. Mister Mister Greyjoy, Greyjoy, Sailor Greyjoy. You think he's getting this oh, gust? Yeah. You think that gust? Hey, that that gust wind's got to come back. Yes. That gust wind's been looming over a shoulder for like four seasons. He's waiting for him to walk outside so he can push it down the street. He's on his he's on that bridge that you were mentioning, and he's just like, can you believe I won the Five Kings without leaving this place? Long as I never For who dies, um, Shame Lady. Shame Lady is definitely on her way out. Oh, that's Cersei. Yeah, the Cersei gave her the look where she was like, "You over this, my face will be the last thing you see when you die." <laughs> and now she has a killer zombie guy. <laughs> so Shame Lady, I think, is is not long for this world. Ed uh, Tommen, I think, is on his way out because we know gold will be their crowns and gold will be their shrouds. And there's two Lannister children down. There's got to be a third. <laughs> the third one is on its way. I'm just gonna. Check off another one. Yeah, we'll just check off. Um, Mike Leapock, who is your prediction for the MVP of season six of Game of Thrones? MVP. Uh, the giant tall zombie. <laughs> the giant tall zombie. Yeah. Good answer. Lord, good answer. Lord, Lord Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on uh, Clegane Bowl hype. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag Clegane. Well, well, one's semi-dead and the other's... Actually dead. <laughs> Same. The friggin' down. He's gone. Yeah, but they can bring him back. <laughs> well, they bring him back and bring Oberyn back, and I want it to be a triple threat match. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. So imagine if imagine my, that for you. I'm, oh god, imagine if there was Prince Oberyn's music played. I'd be like, ah, ah. <laughs> like, that's his music. That's his music. In, in a more serious answer, I think mm-hmm. I and I'm hoping uh, Doran plays Prince a much bigger role and, and his DM actually does stuff. Like, all right, more I like so. that. Rob Kalfas, season six MVP. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've said it for the last couple seasons, so I'm gonna stick with the Arya. Yeah, yeah. Sticking to your Arya guns. I have like my backup. Safe bet. Doing your Daredevil trade, yeah. man. Uh, my backup is going to be. 
I fucking had it and I had forgotten it. Who the hell was it? Gordon Miller, why are you trying to I don't remember who you want because I have a feeling I'm going to say it. Yeah. Uh, Artie is the safe bet. Yeah. Duran is the less safe bet, but still a good one. Yeah. Uh, my outside chance, but I really want to see it happen, is Sansa. Sansa? That's not a bad one. Oh, yeah. um, I'm also super yeah. excited to see Brianna Tarth doing good stuff, possibly with Sansa, because they're in the same sort of neck of the woods now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sir Davos is my prediction for the uh, Season 6 MVP. He's going to get a lot of scenes with uh, the guys in the Night's Watch. He's going to get a lot of scenes over Jon Snow. He's going to get a lot of scenes with... His stuff in the book is actually... That's, that's a no, good bet. His stuff in the book is really good. And in the preview, we his saw him pick off Jon. But he's not a playmaker. But we saw him pick well, off... No, but he, he, he's yeah. going to be, though. Yeah, he's, he's going to go get Rickon. In the trailer, we saw him pick up Longclaw... And that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. We saw him pick up Longclaw in the trailer and, like, and unsheath it. So. Yeah. Because I would love to see Wyman Manderly on this show. Yeah. Because he's the secret guy who's been there all along <laughs> and, 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 and knows things. <laughs> I like, anyway, yeah, Sir Davos. Because we saw, like I said, we saw him pick up Jon Snow's sword in, and be like, I'm not much of a fighter. And then, but then he just unsheaths the. <laughs> I'm not much yeah. of a fighter. Sorry for what you're about to see. Yeah. Unsheaths the sword, drops it. Oh, the parasite! Or cuts himself as he's unsheathing it. Oh, wait, uh, I forgot I don't have fingers. Whoops! <laughs> uh, anyway, so that'll put a wrap on our Game of Thrones Season 6 preview, and we'll get you guys back for tons of. Because, like I said, we're going to try to go episode to episode with the reviews and whatnot, because uh, last time it was kind of excruciating, especially, especially when, really when the screeners bad. were leaked, right? When and the screeners were yeah. leaked, it's like, okay, we were going to do it, it's like, because we did the preview, we did the mid-season, and we were going to do yeah. the, the final. And it's like, all, all right, right so preview, <laughs> uh, here's the first four, it's like, well, shit, we could just do the mid-season right now. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, so then we had to wait another... Spirit is weak. Always wait that out. No, they only really got a goddamn out, month for a new episode. Ah, the screeners were out, man. I wasn't going to wait. I, yeah. I needed to see. And actually, technically, I had to wait till like episode four before I saw the Sand Snakes, which I was most excited If I had about, done yeah. that, and I mean, I've got a lot of problems with season five, and I've yeah. gone on about them at length, but if I had watched the screeners in advance, and the last thing I saw, and I had to wait another month for a new episode, was Ferris and Selmy eating it in an alleyway, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I <Yeah>. did. <laughs> <laughs> and we all did. Anyway, uh, you don't go out like that. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. Yeah, so that's it for this one. Uh, crossover podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com. Find us on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe us. Uh, people can hit me up on Twitter at mpere6, M P E R C E. Forgot how to spell my last name there for a second. And, and uh, number six, that's the show account, which is my personal account as well. I don't like using two Twitter accounts because it's. Quite frankly, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> so I, I don't bother switching. Uh, Facebook.com slash The Crossover Podcast. Uh, we're on SoundCloud as well. Uh, we're going to try to get up on that Stitcher thing. And I've been working on figuring out that Periscope thing because I think Periscope, but we can do some, some live feeds for yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would work easier for the sports, for the sports side oh, of the podcast yeah. where we do, we could like live do the draft and the NFL draft and stuff like that. Um, anyway, you guys got anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm on Twitter, Kevin G. Miller. Uh, Kevin with an I. Kevin. <laughs> not Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. 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 And I will once again give the customary plug to uh, my friend Adam's podcast, HI101, which recently had a very good April Fool's episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Game, one of those April Fools, in my opinion. But <laughs> yeah, that was great. Did, did you either of you guys play Mass Effect? No. 
Oh, God. He did, I played the first one. But he did a great episode. It was a history podcast where he talks, yeah. he basically talks with a guest every month about some historical topic that they don't know enough about. And he releases on the 1st and 15th, so I gave him the idea that because he's going to be releasing an episode on April 1st every year, do like a bonus episode that's just like a one-off of um, pick a topic that isn't real, like something fictitious, but oh, talk right. about it like it's a real Like thing. it's a serious thing. So yeah. last year he did the uh, Fall of the Republic and talked about like the Star Wars prequels from <laughs> Palpatine's point of view, and it was actually really good. It made yeah. me like the prequels more. <laughs> um, and this year he did the Mass Effect Rachni Wars. The Rachni Wars. And, and I, I messaged him on Twitter pretending to be like a Rachni War truther. And I was like, <laughs> I was like the General Phage never happened. That was just council propaganda. And stuff like that. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. Yeah, I was like, come on, people, open your eyes! And I was like, <laughs> and it was like, yeah, it was like um, Reaper beams can melt steel beams or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was great. Just nonsense. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Right, if, you, if you've ever heard, like, the actual 9-11 truthers who are, you know, insane people, but, like, my favorite thing is the way they talk, where, like, like when you get people who are who are actual intelligent people discussing that happen, they'll be like, you know, they present, don't yell, wake up, sheeple. Well, they, yeah, they also, they also <laughs> present their arguments in a calm and thoughtful, thought-out manner where they're, like, they're very, like, put together and they're like, well, you know, like, here's my facts and here's what this is. And, and the truthers are like, well, well, did, did you know that, <laughs> you know, that's how they talk, right? They're like, well, well, did you know that, like, that people can't melt a steel beam? Come on, man. You know, like, that's how they die. It's so bad. Uh, and, then, and then you respond with, well, it doesn't have to. It just has to weaken it yeah, for the way to fall. Exactly. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, like, have you ever seen an ice cube? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so bad. Anyway, yeah, we highly recommend the uh, HI 101. HI He's doing an episode this month uh, with his brother about communism. So everyone yeah. want to learn more about that. It's a yeah. fun one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not a fun one, but it's an interesting one. Oh, man. Anyway. Anyway, that's it. Uh, uh, big ups to the people at the hashtag Potter Family Movement and yes. all those good folks who have been retweeting us and help getting our followers up. And, and thank you for a lot of people uh, on Twitter for agreeing with my uh, rants about fucking Batman versus Superman. Zach the Ripper, man. We've got some good numbers on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, very good. That, well, it's been our most successful episode so far as the Absolutely. Batman Superman. And I still maintain that... Uh, we're exactly. up, actually, because our Daredevil episode that we just did prior to that is yep. our second most downloaded episode. The, uh, uh, Zack Snyder is Superman's greatest villain, I think. <laughs> and this game was <laughs> podcast by saying this. He, he, A monster in our reality. Yeah, he had, exactly, he had, he had Superman murder in Man of Steel. It's created in a lab by Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, he, he had Superman kill in Man of Steel. Yeah. He shot his best friend Jimmy Olsen in the face without even really giving him a name. And, uh... Killed Superman at the end. He is Superman's greatest villain. He really is. Zach the Ripper. Sweet. Uh, hope he gets a canker sore. I really do. Uh, that's well, it for the Crossover Podcast. We'll see you later on in the month for... We got the NFL Draft coming up and... Game of Thrones is coming back in fucking Civil War. God, it's a busy time here. Yeah, plus, we got some show finales. Oh, fucking like, NHL playoffs. Craig and I got to do NHL playoff predictions. Yeah, we're going to do like three episodes a week for the next little Yeah, like there's, there's going to be a few mini episodes coming up because I'm going to talk to Craig. We'll probably do a mini episode yeah, on we, we got new trailers. We've got uh, some big yeah. episodes of Arrow. We haven't even talked Rogue One, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah there, there's so much stuff. Got Doctor Strange trailer dropping this yeah, week. Yeah, there'll be a lot of Archer started again. Archer, God, Lord. We just finished Adventure Brothers and stuff. Man, so much stuff. Adventure Brothers. 
you'll be hearing yeah, that season's done. Yeah, so you'll be hearing from us a lot. You'll be hearing from us a lot. But for now, that is the end of our Game of Thrones podcast. Mike Lee Fox, Rob Callflash, Kevin Miller. Thanks for doing this again. Forgot to mention we were in studio, which is why this sounds so good today. Uh, yeah. So thanks, Rob, for letting uh, letting letting us your facilities. So no problem. Thank you for coming over. No problem. And uh, what do you say we go get drunk and play magic? That sounds excellent. Let's it's it. afternoon. Let's get Chinese. Right. Right. Let's definitely never die. Yeah, all right. Take care, everybody. <laughs>